Hi, this is Mary Kay's Positivity Podcast. I'm a yoga and meditation teacher and life coach. I'm also author of several self-help books. We have Drew Lindgren, and she is the Director of Community Engagement for Find the Cause Breast Cancer Foundation, whose mission is to fund research on the environmental causes of breast cancer and educate the public on prevention. Drew educates people on the importance of cancer prevention and what steps individuals can take to live a safer environment, to live in a safer environment. As a two-time breast cancer survivor with no family history and also a mother of three, Drew is passionate about the need to create a safer world for her own children as well as future generations. So thanks, Drew, for joining us today. Thank you, Mary Kay. Thank you so much for having me on. You're welcome. So talk to us about your cancer journey, how you discovered it, and your surprise. What was involved? Sure. Yeah, I was diagnosed for the first time 14 years ago, which is amazing. And I went for my yearly mammogram, and there it was. I had early-stage breast cancer. I was treated. I had a lumpectomy and radiation. I sailed through. My doctor said, you got this. Not a big deal. You found it early. It felt like a big deal when I was going through treatment and having three young kids. It was challenging, but I was told that I had a 99% chance for survival, and I really didn't know what that meant at the time. I thought it meant that you're cured, you've had your treatment, you're done. Mm -hmm. So a year later, I went back for my routine mammogram, and guess what? My cancer was back. So that treatment that I had, very traditional treatment, it didn't work for me. I went on to have a mastectomy and learned at that point that I was one of the 90% with no family history of breast cancer. And I was shocked by that. And my immediate reaction was, oh, my goodness, my children. How am I going to protect them? How am I going to keep this from happening to them? Did you feel sick at all or tired before the diagnosis? No, I had no idea. I was completely floored when I was told that I needed to go for a biopsy. And you go through those kind of things thinking, oh, it'll be fine. They're just seeing something and it's not really true. But it was. It, it, it that moment changed my life forever. I didn't feel sick. I didn't have any symptoms. And that's the scary part of cancer. That well, is often the case until it's a little later in, in stages. In your research, what did you learn that could have possibly contributed to it? What did you change in your family's lifestyle? Well, I started with asking my doctor, why did I get this? No one in my family has this. And how, how can I prevent it from coming back? And how can I keep my children safe? And the answers I got were just continue what you're doing, live your healthy lifestyle, eat a healthy diet, exercise regularly, don't smoke, don't drink <laughs> alcohol. And I was healthy. I was exercising. I was doing all those things, and I had been for most of my adult life. I did my own research, and I stripped the shelves of food that I discovered might not be healthy. My friends, um, my kids' friends would come over and literally say, where is your food? <laughs> they called the food on our, our shelves in our pantry birdseed. Um <laughs> I, I went organic. I went all the way down to the hand soap. I really changed everything up. Mm -hmm. But along the way, I discovered that 
that really isn't even enough. I can do this. I can protect my family within our home. I don't necessarily know what dangers might be lurking, but they're out there in the world around us and you can't Mm -hmm. live in a bubble. So when you go to the grocery store, you're reading every label, I'm assuming. Every label, yes. I was depleting our pantry of sugar. And yeah, I really do believe that you can have an impact by what you put in and on your body. Mm -hmm. I would love to think that was the answer. And I do focus on that in in my role at Find the Cause. However, I'd love to just give you an idea of some statistics around what we've learned and how, how we approach this epidemic called cancer. It is an epidemic. There are one in eight women are getting breast cancer. This statistic to me is shocking. One in two men and one in three women in their lifetimes in the U.S. will get cancer. That is just such an overwhelming statistic. So there are over 86,000 chemicals on our shelves today in the U.S. that are not regulated. The European Union does regulate products before they go on the shelf, they're vetted. They've outlawed 1,400 chemicals. Canada's outlawed over 600. The U.S. has only banned 30 chemicals. Why is the FDA not eliminating cancer-causing chemicals in our foods? Do you know? In our, our foods and products. Our country is run by big business, and they're very powerful lobbies, and it's it's difficult to overcome that. And it's really sad to feel that our government isn't protecting us and isn't making sure that products that go on the shelves are safe Mm -hmm. and that we do have to do our own research before bringing products into our homes that might be dangerous. So that Um, includes products like even laundry detergents, soaps, lotions, all of that? Yeah, there are lots of chemicals in, in those products, but, um, I just want everyone to know that there's a difference between early detection and prevention. So if you're a woman, you're thinking, I go for my mammograms each year. I'm doing my best to keep myself from getting cancer. But you're really only looking at early detection there. You're looking at detecting the cancer after it's formed. And find the cause is focused on preventing cancer before it forms. We fund a consortium of labs in Boston. They are four labs headed by world-renowned scientists who are working collaboratively. Um, They look at both primary and secondary prevention. Primary prevention means getting those bad products off the shelves, Mm -hmm. those dangerous chemicals. And then secondary prevention is the development of therapeutics that detect a cancer, to detect a carcinogen when it's entered your body and before it can attack your cells and form into a cancer. Um, The secondary prevention is equally as important. And what it might look like someday is you go to your primary care for your physical, you have a blood test, uh, a carcinogen is detected in your blood, you're in a, a risk category, and you take a therapeutic so that you don't get cancer that isn't as far away as we think it is. And these scientists are incredible. And we're so passionate about funding them because there's billions going into funding cancer research. 
only 7% of those billions goes towards researching prevention. So we need to flip the scale there really? and at least equalize. We're all about treatment. I might not be here if I didn't have good treatment which I was fortunate to have. We just need to balance it out somewhat. Well, what did the scientists say about our water? Is that a big problem? Water water is a big problem. And we're noticing that more, especially here in Massachusetts, because there are higher detectable levels of PFAS in many towns in the town water because recently Massachusetts reduced the parts per trillion for detectable levels of PFAS in our water. The state of Massachusetts has recently lowered the level of P, the acceptable level of PFAS in our water. What is PFAS? PFAS are per and polyfluoroalkyl substances. It's a mouthful. <laughs> and they're pervasive in our environment. They encompass uh, over 5,000 man-made chemicals. They're these highly fluorinated chemicals that make products non-stick, water repellent, and they've been linked to lots of health effects like cancer, um, high cholesterol, reproductive toxicity, decrease in immune response, high blood pressure in pregnancy. Mm -hmm. They're nasty. They're in all kinds of products. What can our listeners be doing to change our water? Should they be doing distilled water? What would you recommend? Okay. So the key to um, safe water is filtration. And it's really important, especially if you have a well. If you have town water, it's still important to filter your water. But if you have a well, reverse osmosis filtration is the best. But there are carbon filters that work very well, too. Look for multi-stage filtration. Google multi-stage filtration, water filtration. And you can just hook this up right under your sink if you um, don't want to go through the expensive reverse osmosis. And the single filtration water filters in your fridge, they're really not enough. It's really important. And there's two ways to ingest PFAS. One is through drinking water or food that contains it. But the other is also breathing in a steam from hot water. So if you have PFAS in your water, if you're taking a shower, you could be bringing um, that right into your body through your lungs. So it's important to get your water checked mm-hmm. for whatever chemicals might be in there. But it's really important when you get it checked to specifically test for PFAS because mm-hmm. that doesn't often come along with just a water filtration test. Are there some states that are higher in cancer instances than others? Or There are. And it's really an interesting process. Um, Massachusetts definitely has a lot of um, hot spots. Um, it's really important to report when someone has cancer, either report to the state or actually Erin Brockovich, who we had as a guest speaker several years ago. She's an amazing advocate. She has a nonprofit and she has a website that collects data. So if you have developed cancer and you have lived in many different towns, you can go on this website and you can self-report where you've lived so they can research these different places to find out if there are hot spots. So there, there are hot spots all over the country. Massachusetts has some, and there's a problem with water on the Cape where I live. 
Mm -hmm. It has to do with the military base and pesticide spraying. There's so many resources which we provide on our website where you can find information like that. Environmental Working Group is one of them. So what else did you change about your life besides the food in your cabinets? How did you insist your children change? I tried to make them very aware of what they put in and on their bodies. Mm -hmm. And they are so much more aware than I think that their peers that they're surrounded by. It's such a process. And mm-hmm. in, in, I don't want my children to live in fear. Right. So it's a balance. Having some sense of control is really important. Mm-hmm. But we also talk about how you can reduce your exposure to chemicals in your everyday life. Mm-hmm. We talk about things in your home like flame retardants and where they're found and how you can do something to control that food and food prep and storage. We talk about paper products. People don't know that paper products are whitened with chlorine bleach and that process produces something called dioxins, which is a very pervasive, very dangerous chemical in our environment, very hard to get control over. But paper products is one place that you can control that both for your own health and for our environment. Mm -hmm. Personal care products, I mentioned that women put 168 chemicals average on their bodies each day. Men average 85. It's really important to understand which chemicals to avoid and and how to look for safer products. So Um, clean makeup is this new rage. I feel like everyone's trying to buy clean makeup. What lines of makeup do you recommend? I love Juice Beauty. There are so many great. Beauty Counter has great products. There are so many great products out there that are high-performing and still clean. There are so many companies coming on board with their chemical policies that are allowing only products on their shelves that don't contain things like parabens and phthalates so that you can now purchase products at your local drugstore that are not crazy expensive Mm -hmm. because I think people tend to avoid organic. They tend to avoid clean products because they think they're going to be more expensive. Unfortunately, more and more companies are getting on board with understanding that's what Mm -hmm. people want. People want cleaner products. Mm -hmm. I used to think just getting laundry detergent didn't really matter. You're cleaning your sheets and clothes. But then I started researching different laundry detergents and I found that some of them are really toxic. And so then every time I order something now, I research what list it's on that can be healthy for our families. Are there laundry detergents that you recommend? How do you go about buying product today? Sourcing safer products. Seventh Generation is a great company. There are certifications that you can look for. There's obviously the organic certification. There's the EWG, which is the Environmental Working Group Certified Verification. Mm-hmm. There's there's a, a certification called Green Seal. There's one called Eco Logo. There's one called Safer Choice. These kind of certifications are important to look for. And when it comes to Things like laundry turds, it's important to look for products that don't contain fragrance. Mm-hmm. And 
if you find a line of products that work for you, Branch Basics is another one. I think that's a, actually one that you order online. But you find products that are clean, a line of products, then just stick with that. It makes it easier to shop for. Right. What are some of the dangerous chemicals that just come to mind that you really should look for if it's in that product, stay away. If you're looking at personal care products, there's parabens, there's that fragrance or parfum. That's a big one. And the higher up in the ingredients, the, the more suspicious you should be of the product because that there can be up to 3,000 different chemicals. There's a loophole in, in our regulations that allow them to place those dangerous chemicals under that title of fragrance or parfum. So really look for um, products that are scented with um, essential oils or unscented. There's sodium lauryl sulfate and sodium laureth sulfate, which is SLS and SLES. You'll see toothpaste now that will tell you it's free of those. That's important to look for, for the toothpaste that do not have those chemicals are propylene glycol. Look for products that do not have. In uh, On our resources page on our website, we have a brochure that actually has 10 of the most dangerous chemicals that you can really try to avoid in personal care products. And you can just print up that pamphlet and carry it with you. It's mm -hmm. hard to remember them on. When you look at these, you look at the ingredients on a label, wow. <laughs> I forget what I'm, what, what's not supposed to be in this mm -hmm. and what I'm supposed to look for. And then the chemical names are just so complicated. Uh, well, it's nice to have a reference. What about stress and mindset and just getting out in nature? Were there other healthy ways you implemented into your family's life? Yeah, I think stress is really enormous for our health in general. It has a huge impact on how our immune systems function and how we stay healthy. So yes, I'm a firm believer in meditation and yoga. And as you said, connecting with nature, it's really important to get out and get your vitamin D from the sun and take walks in the woods and just mm -hmm. feel grounded. So yeah, and I applaud you for your podcast and for how you end each of your podcasts with a, a daily meditation that's really important, really powerful. Thanks, because I feel like we go through the motions of our day and we check the box to get everything done and it's easy to feel overwhelmed. So just even taking five minutes and some people say to me, oh, I don't have time to meditate. <laughs> and yeah. two minutes can be a meditation. So I'm sure everybody has two to five minutes a day. Absolutely. Them. It's a great way to start your day before you get out of bed. Is there anything else that you think is important for our audience to know? I would love everyone to know that there's so much to learn about how we can take control over our daily lives and what we're exposed to. So I would encourage everyone to check out Find the Cause, check out our website, um, really consider participate in one of our educational presentations. We offer them occasionally to the kind of the general public, but we're also happy to do them for companies as employee resource groups. It's a great lunch and learn. Mm -hmm. It's a half hour presentation followed by questions and answers. We give the um, presentations at libraries and community centers and groups of friends. So if you want to get mm -hmm. a group of friends together, we're happy to give you the presentation. 
And, um, and your website is? Our website is findthecausebcf.org. Um, coming up on October 5th, we have our annual fundraising event, which is virtual again this year. Um, during that event, we have a 10-minute panel discussion with the scientists, so we learn what's new coming out of the labs, and it, you, you really get the feeling that, wow, good hands here. We're going to figure out a way to prevent cancer. It is really amazing that we do such little research on prevention and changing our laws and getting the FDA to really cut out all cancer-causing agents. And then we spend all this money fixing the cancer in our bodies. So it does yeah, need to be a, reversed. Yeah, it's a really powerful statement to make, and I appreciate you making it. So mm -hmm. I hope everyone will just reg register for free to watch us on October 5th at 7 o'clock at mm -hmm for 30 minutes and you'll learn a whole lot. And reach out to me at drew at findthecausebcf.org if you're interested in educational presentation. And I'll leave that um, email in the description on the podcast, but it's drew, D-R-U, at cause, B as in boy, C as in cat, F as in Frank, dot org. Yes. Yes. Thanks, Drew, for joining us today. I really appreciate your time and just letting people know that they don't have to be fearful because they have the control to determine what they put on and in their bodies. Thank you. Well said. Thank you so much, Mary Kay. You're welcome. I'll talk to you soon. Great. Bye. Please find a comfortable position and just allow your awareness to travel through your body now on a journey of sensation and simply feel each body part without moving. Just remain still and just welcome the sensation just as it is. We're going to begin with the mouth. Feel your mouth. Feel sensation in your mouth. Feel your jaw. Notice your jaw. Now your lips. Your upper lip lower lip. Notice where the lips touch. Feel the inside of the mouth, the roof, under the tongue, upper teeth, gums, lower teeth, gums, tongue, tip of the tongue. Now notice the sense of taste in the mouth. Take your tongue across your left inner cheek, right inner cheek. Now feel the sum of the parts together as a whole. Feel your mouth as energy, radiant vibration. Take a deep breath in, a long breath out, and let your body sink deeper and deeper into this calm relaxation. Visualize a healthy, strong body, your cells killing off any unwanted 
toxic energy, your cells healing your body, healing internal organs, your mind letting go of worry, anger, sadness, jealousy. Let those negative emotions just leave the body. Become aware that you have the power to create your existence, your future. Just imagine who you want to be because you are that person now. Everything is okay. There's nowhere else you need to go or be. Just simply sink into your body, focusing on the breath, listening to the sounds around you. You are in a safe, protected environment. You are well-loved, talented beyond measure, a spectacular being. Feel your breath flowing through your body. The bones feel heavy. Let your bones sink into the earth, feeling heavier and heavier, sinking lower. What's your heart's deepest longing? Good health, vibrant life, interesting career, and create a positive statement in the present tense about your life as if it's already happening. I flow through life with ease and peace as I connect easily with people of all backgrounds. Come up with any positive statement that you want to create in your life. Notice your breath. Inhale for five. One, two, three, four, five. Hold the breath. Now long exhale for seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Imagine the waves of the ocean as you breathe in and breathe out. And just like life, sometimes you're riding the top of the wave and sometimes it dips down with disappointment, but it always comes back up. Just riding the waves of life, bringing your body into a sense of calm in every cell. Imagining yourselves healthy, vibrant, healing. Overcoming any negative, toxic energy. Inhale. Exhale. 
Thanks for joining us today. Namaste.